Hello, listener. I'm Craig Stepp, and this is my podcast, Look What I Found. This is episode 201 of the Dog Days of Podcasting. Thank you for joining me. And uh, today, I'm going to talk about, I had a car, I had a car issue, and I had to uh, swap out the battery. Today wasn't a big deal. Um, You know, there's been times when I've had electrical problems with cars. It wasn't quite sure where the problem lied. Sure, it's easy to swap out the battery. I mean, it's got handles on it or, you know, it's right on the top normally. But why is your battery having a problem? Is it age? Is it the alternator? Is it some hidden wire harness that you can't see unless you climb under the car and behind a transmission? Who knows? But I've been through those situations before. But that's not what I was. I want to focus on. I was thinking, I was reminded of a story. And I've told this before to other people, but um, I'll share it here on this podcast. Is, um, I had a 71 Super Beetle, and I loved that car. As utilitarian as it was, I loved it. It was no frills, of course. I don't even think I had a working radio in it for the most of it. I tell everybody it was primer gray with the factory option deadhead stickers in the back window. <laughs> it was a fun car. I had a lot of great times in it. It was easy to work on. Uh, not being a car guy, I was able to rebuild the carburetor in it one time. Um, I was able to, uh, I did put a radio in it at one point. Uh, you know, I was able to maintain it. I even swapped the engine out one time uh, when it died. And I'll maybe I'll tell you that in a minute. But one, the story I was wanting to bring up today was once um, me and my friend, uh, Mark, we were at the mall. It was a Christmas Eve. We were trying to do last minute Christmas shopping as I would say most guys do. So we're at the mall, go inside, couldn't find what I was looking for. So we, we leave the mall, we jump in the car and, uh, I crank the car and I go to push the gas and the, the pedal goes stink right in the floor. It just fell right to the floor. It's loose. I'm like, Oh crap. How, how am I going to drive? So I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I'll go in the back. There's a little tiny hook on the end of the cable that goes from the pedal to the engine. And that little hook had broken. So it wasn't like I could just pop it back in. It was nothing to pop back in. It was in the little hole. So I thought about it for a little bit. Um, I can get another cable that day. That wasn't a problem, but I was trying to get around and to finish my Christmas shopping. That was the problem. So what did I do? Well, I happened to have some string in the car. I actually fished the string back through the tube. I'm not sure what it's called. It has the accelerator cable going through it to the pedal. And I tied off the string to the steering column. So I made it just tight enough so I could use my foot and push on the string and make the car go. <laughs> it was so Fred Flintstone, I'm telling you. <laughs> just thinking about it. Uh, but I love trying to, This is I think this is what I was talking about a little bit the other day about the perspective and just trying to think outside the box. It's one of those things where I, I was like, oh, wait, I got string. All I need to do is be able to push it, or, you know, the string so I can, I can drive. Um, anyway, I just love doing that kind of stuff. But, uh, although it's probably a little foolhardy because I, I could have easily been on the highway with, with no more string. Right. 
So, but yeah, there's one time I actually swapped out the engine in it. Um, the oil pressure or something happened, it went bad or it went down and it threw a rod and I was driving down the road. It was like a, a long road and it was kind of dark. No cell phones. Of course, we don't have cell phones uh, at that point. And I heard bam, and a bunch of noise. So I pull over, the car's got no power and I go out, look in the back and there I can, all I can see is shiny metal everywhere. It was, it was destroyed. So eventually I found a microbus, and so I, I had the 71 Super Beetle. I bought this microbus, and I can't remember what year it was, but it had the split windshield. Now the, it itself was not running. It needed some work, uh, some body work, but I took the engine that was sitting, literally sitting inside the cabin of the bus and was able to swap it out with my buddy Jerome uh, in the parking lot of the bar I used to live at. I used to live upstairs in a bar and in a little apartment. So we were trying to figure out how to uh, swap the engine out when he only had one floor jack. So, we, you know, you have to use the floor jack to lower the engine out of the car, but you have to raise the car to be able to do that. So we went in the bar and I got four bar chairs. I started to say stools, but they're not stools. Uh, they were chairs metal chairs. Uh, there was four of them. I brought them out, jacked up one side, put two chairs in, jacked up the other side, put two chairs in. All of a sudden I've got a makeshift lift. <laughs> then we unhooked all the cables and wires, uh, undid the four bolts and lowered the engine out with a floor jack. And we installed the next one, the, the other engine. And I bet it took us maybe, uh, maybe a little over an hour. It wasn't that bad actually. And sure enough, a uh, little gas in the carburetor and cranked right up. Loved it. I loved, um, I love that, that beetle, but eventually I had to give it away and my cousin got it, uh, from me and he ended up, uh, not doing anything with it. So I kind of regret that a little bit, but you know, Hey, say lovey. So there you go. There's a little bit of car story today. Uh, I got like I got plenty more especially Volkswagen stories, not necessarily just with that beetle, but, um, anyway, I'll, I'll, t- I'll show you, I'll share another one. This is going to be a long episode. I'll share another one. So my, my wife, girlfriend at the time, uh, she had a Volkswagen Fox and I want to say it's like a late eighties model. Anyway, great car. It was actually really good. And it actually had air conditioning. Unlike the, the, the super beetle. Um, well, the floor, the floor, the fuel pump started to go out on it. So I would, could drive it and then the fuel would not go to the engine. It would start sputtering and it would cut off like it was out of gas. Cause well, in all intents and purposes, it was. So I went to the auto parts store to go buy one so I could install it or figure out how to install it. So I wanted to see it. So I knew, you know, I didn't really have access. This is early on in the internet when there wasn't a lot, all these manuals and stuff like today, you can look at a manual for a refrigerator from 1952, I'm sure. So I got the, I got the pump and I was like, okay, let's figure out where we install it. And I figured out where I thought it was at, which was under the car, under the passenger seat, not literally in the seat. It was under the car, but in in that area. 
I spent a day and a half digging out that fuel pump only to find out that it was not the fuel pump I had in hand. That car had two fuel pump. Actually, it might've been a filter, but it it was, I think it was two fuel pumps and there was a little one. It was not the same one. So I hung it up that day. I was angry, you know, trying to figure it out, frustrated. Turns out the fuel pump was in the tank. So I had to open the top of the tank from inside the, um, the trunk. There was a cap inside, a metal cap. You had to use a tool to open it. And then they had to seal it, of course. But, yep, I was able to swap it out in like 10 minutes at that point. Boy, I wish I had better internet back then. Manuals all over the place. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I want to thank you for listening. If you want to catch up with me, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and more. You can find links to all that at my website at spindle.com. That's S-P-Y-N-D-L-E. Thank you, and until next time.